His Morning Crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim. I don't know if you know this, but if you are new to the family, you probably have no idea the journey that Jim Mann has been through. I mean, a couple of years ago, he came down with stage four cancer. Yeah, that was a fun time. You yeah. know it wasn't. <laughs> Jim. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's, it was horrible, but, I mean, good things come out of it. I mean, you appreciate life more, and you and you become funnier. No, that didn't happen, but, yeah, it was good. The, the humor has never gone away. <laughs> it's always been there. He, uh, he came out into this world with humor. You were there? No, I was not. <laughs> I'm not that old. I'm not that okay. See, what do we Just say? Check. Check. I remember when the entire community got together and wore blue plaid. Yeah, we had some fun because blue plaid is kind of Jim's signature. So we uh, made car stickers and we all wore blue plaid at the station and made a music video for him and stuff like that. So. It was so much fun. As a matter of fact, he was even featured after after we found out that Jim was cancer-free with Erica one afternoon. She did a high-five at five about you. Now, that's an honor when you're on yeah. a high-five at five with Erica in the living room. Yeah, that was the, the biggest part of my my uh, radio career is being on Erica's in her <laughs> living room. Isn't that cool? Yeah. The candles and everything that Come she has. Couch. Yeah. And there was food. She fed you? Yeah. I didn't get anything. Oh, never mind. All right, well, let's get to the important thing. Okay, <laughs> enough of this. So we got this Facebook uh, message, and it has to be one of my favorite messages of all time. Joining us now is Sarah Murphy. She lives in Raleigh. She's a clinical researcher, and um, she says his radio has been her go-to for what, like a couple of years, Sarah? That's right, Allison. That is so awesome. And so you heard Jim Mann sharing his story, and what did you do because of that? Because I heard Jim's story on the living room with Erica, I actually decided to call a dermatologist, which I probably never would have done otherwise until, you know, whenever it came up again on my mind. Um, and I made an appointment to go get a skin cancer screening. And what happened at the screening? So about a week after I went to the dermatologist, I learned that I had a primary melanoma. Um, I had to go to UNC Chapel Hill and see a general surgeon of oncology. And I actually um, had a minor surgical procedure and clean margins. It was a superficial spreading melanoma, but um, I am good to go. But my gratitude for his radio, just to be able to hear Jim's story um, is just extensive. I'm so, so grateful that I was able to hear this and it was a godsend. It really was. You never would have done this. I mean, you're still very young. You're in like your early 20s. You're out in the sun all the time, you told us in your message. And so you never would have thought of, well, I'm young. I need to go see a dermatologist to see if I have melanoma. No, it, it had been on my mind um, just because throughout the course of my life, I have spent quite a bit of time in the sun. But it was not at the at the forefront. It was not a top priority for me. And hearing this from Jim made it a top priority. Even though I am so young, I said, oh my goodness, something in that moment just hit me. 
Sarah, you need to make an appointment with the dermatologist. Well, Jim is sitting right here. What would you, li <laughs> what would you like to say to him? Jim, I would just like to say thank you very, very much for sharing your story that afternoon. Um, sovereign placement, it definitely was that, and I think it was God sent, and I I cannot thank you enough, and I cannot thank God enough for placing my listening ears in, in the right place at exactly the right time. Mm, yeah, well, it just shows God can use any <laughs> of us. You know, I'm just telling my story. It wasn't like... Uh... You know, I was trying to do anything with it, but had I known, I just would have called you personally, told you to go to the doctors. <laughs> Maybe I'll call you in six months and remind you to go again. Yes, yes, that's that's going to be um, the upcoming three years, the every six months. And I don't know if you guys saw the latter part of my message, but the day after I received my diagnosis, uh, my dear Aunt Phyllis was diagnosed for the third time with cancer, metastatic stage four breast cancer. Mm. Um, so she's a two-time breast cancer survivor. And that was the heartbreaking news we had to receive the next day. So I just pray that God will be with her during this time and you guys will lift her up in prayer also just because that um, has been very, very heartbreaking for us. So, what's your aunt's she, name? Her name is Phyllis. Can we pray for Phyllis now? Is that okay? <laughs> Well, Father, in Jesus' name, we are so grateful that we have this opportunity. I mean, we never would have thought in our wildest minds that, that Jim would be going through the journey that he went through with stage 4 cancer, watching you perform a miracle in his life because that's out of his body now. And then for Sarah to be driving down the road and listening and hearing Jim's story and then go in for testing herself, and now she's going to be okay. I mean, she, she's got it taken care of. And then she f heard the news about her Aunt Phyllis. And, and Father, she loves Aunt Phyllis. She is so dear to her. God, we pray for this courageous woman, Aunt Phyllis, who has gone through this journey a couple of times already, that you would do that again for her and touch her and heal her. The family just so needs Aunt Phyllis in their life. And God, thank you for giving us the opportunity today for this moment. Maybe this whole moment was designed for a community to pray for Aunt Phyllis. And so, God, we thank you for that. And we're going to expect nothing less than a miracle for Aunt Phyllis today. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. You have an amazing story, Sarah. I'm glad you messaged us and we were able to get you in touch with Jim to say thank you. Yes, as am I. Thank you very much. It was great to meet all of you, and I'm, I'm glad I could join you this morning. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Friendraiser's coming up, and here is what you'll win on the first day of Friendraiser, provided you get involved now. It's the Mac Pack, which happens to be a MacBook Pro, a new iPhone, and the Apple TV 4K, which when you plug that into your TV, the picture is going to blow your mind. That is the Mac Pack this year. MacBook Pro, the uh, phone, and the Apple TV 4K. You could win that, provided you get involved with Friendraiser today with a gift of support. Yeah, that's all you have to do is give a gift to the ministry you already know and love, His Radio, and you'll be entered to win the Mac Pack, but you got to do it before April 9th. You can text the word GIVE to 800 447 
Call uh, that number as well. We'll tell you how you can get all hooked up or just give online at hisradio.com. And on Monday, April the 9th, we'll see if you're the one that wins the Mac Pack from His Radio. Rob, Allison, and Jim. Okay. <laughs> this is great. I can't wait for you to hear this. So we did the DNA reveal yesterday. We did that MyHeritage DNA thing to find out where we're from. And uh, evidently, the results of Allison was not pleasing to Allie's mom. Mm-hmm. She's rather upset about it. Okay, we're just going to call Allie's mom and uh, get down to the bottom of this. She's really that upset? I'm nervous. Hello, this is Beth. Hey, Mom. Hey, hon. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> So I was telling the guys how you were a little upset with my DNA results. Why, why are you upset about this, Beth? Oh, my goodness. I was blown away. We have generations and generations from I Northern Ireland and uh, prior to that, Scotland. Uh, I have our, our, our history all um, figured out all the way back to like the 14th century. Wow. <laughs> because when we see the results for Allison, she's 60% Scandinavian. It terrified me. I thought maybe there was a mix-up at birth at the hospital. <laughs> oh, no. Am I adopted? <laughs> <laughs> but there is 31% English in there and, and a little bit of Greek and Central American. That makes no sense. My father parents, uh, so Allison's great-grandparents, came from Ireland, Northern Ireland. The McCorkle ship line brought a thousands of immigrants to the United States through Ellis Island. You know, it, uh, we are Irish. Allison is Irish. No, she's now, Scandinavian. <laughs> no, she is not. There's... <laughs> Not. Mom, you, um, Mom, you told me a theory about the results that you thought. Jim, I think your results were Allison. I think somehow you got your um, saliva mixed up in the, in the little test. <laughs> oh, 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 that's just gross. Oh, no. Are you my mom? <laughs> oh. Yeah, because it does say that he's 40% Scottish, Irish, and Welch. Well, your daughter is, and your daughter's Scandinavian. No, no, no. How, how can we prove this? Well, I need to be tested, number one, because mm -hmm. I will show you my hearty Irish heritage. The thing I was shocked about was the 1.5% Nigerian. I think that must come through the storm line, your dad's line. Uh, so are you so saying she's my... more you than she is daddy? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I'm going to call the company and see if we can get another test for we're you, gonna, Yeah, we're going to get you tested because if you come we, back Scandinavian. No way. No way. <laughs> Guys, my last my nickname is McCorkle. Hey, you know. <laughs> I love you, Beth. <laughs> I wish you were my mom. <laughs> wow, okay. Let's we'll, we'll set it up. Let's get the test. All right. We're going to have to prove she's scan. I mean, I'm sorry that she's... Irish. I know. We'll see what happens. <laughs> His morning. We all love the advertisements where people get excited about a product, right? We just love it. Yeah. Okay, good. Rob, well, Allison, and Jim. Dave is no different. In fact, he posted a video on uh, Facebook, maybe. I don't know. Somewhere. Yeah, Facebook. And uh, it says Facebook slash. 
that means it's on Facebook. So it's probably on Facebook. <laughs> and just in a week, you got one and a half million views. But just, uh, it's still scary a little. So make sure you're holding on to something. Listen to this. We're going to have the best food on the planet. And it's all here over Easter at FoodWorks Eagle Heights. Follow me. Let's just wait. Hop around. Look at me. Hop. I slip my flop. I hit my hop. I ho. Hi ho. Around hey, we this go. Guy's around excited. we go. Hi ho. Hi ho. Hi ho. Now, what do we got here? Oh, the world's best barbecue chicken. Bitchy, get a film on that. Lovely. Okay. Lovely. I kind of want to go now. Do you? But it's far away. It's just a little drive to Australia. It's no big deal. If the food's good, it's worth the trip, Rob. Nice. Yeah. Hey, I, he'd be a little disturbing for me because that's just a lot of energy. I, I mean, happy guy. I have a theory. What's that? He ate a lot of peeps before he did that. <laughs> he probably did. Rob, Allison, and Jim. I don't know if you caught Steve Harvey yesterday and you watched the show during daytime. But there was a pastor on from Pooler. Yeah, Joshua Peavy. We're so excited that he's here with us. He's the pastor of Reborn Nation in Savannah. And uh, it's been a, a long night for you. You've been up all night, you told us, uh, because you uh, were able to reveal a secret finally that you've been holding on to since June. What was that secret? Uh, yeah, that secret was um, that last year in June, Fox flew me up for the relaunch of Showtime at the Apollo with Steve Harvey. And uh, when we went up this past June, I was blessed to walk away having won uh, my episode that night of Showtime at the Apollo. Congratulations. <laughs> and what, is, what does winning mean? What prize does it come with? Oh, man. Uh, besides just a dream come true in that regard, you know, uh, besides a, a platform to, to use to share the gospel of Jesus Christ as a pastor, um, it also comes with a little worldly gift as well. Um, at some point, uh, uh, a, a nice little sizable uh, monetary prize, you know, upwards of, you know, up Towards uh, about ten thousand, God's good. He's blessed. So we're going. We're going to use that. We're going to pay off some medical bills. <laughs> good for you. Oh, awesome. oh, I love how God provided like that for you. So we're talking to uh, we're talking to Pastor Peavy. He was on the Apollo Theater. He wins that cash purse because his voice is amazing, and not only is it so amazing, Steve Harvey had to have him on his show yesterday. And, and check out what Steve Harvey says. That would be my life's dream to be able to pastor our church, be a present father and husband, and still be able to release what's inside with this music. Yeah. I think you can get it done, man. Oh, he has a lot of uh, passion about you and your gift. How does that feel? Um, well, you know, it's really uh, anytime you have somebody like that, that platform, you know, and, and Proverbs tells you about your gift to bring before, you know, great people. And and uh, it's just a humbling experience with somebody like Steve Harvey, with the connections he has, with the influence he has. And first of all, he's a really nice guy in person, just a really nice guy. But for him to be as engaged as he was, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's almost as good as winning the show. You know, you just can't really believe that someone is that emotionally invested in that. Um, as an artist, you know, as a singer, it, it speaks to, hey, I'm communicating and they're feeling what I'm doing. They're feeling the passion. They're feeling the love. Uh, they're feeling the effort, energy behind what you're doing. And that just, man, it is a humbling experience. And more so, I think Steve Harvey was very impressed by the by the words that you said because your family and your church is very important. Those are high priorities for you. Absolutely, absolutely. I've, I've had some opportunities in the past to um, pursue a couple of other, you know, well-known TV shows, but they are much longer commitments and uh, had some opportunities to do some stuff. But at the end of the day, 
Um, I, I just can't see myself being, you know, away from my wife and kids. You know, I only see them a couple of days out of the month, and and and, I, and not being able to be a pastor on the local level, and, and and not just there's nothing wrong. Listen, artists are great. They come in and they have concerts. Lives are changed, no doubt. But there's just something about being a, a local pastor at a local church and watching somebody's life transform day by day, and seeing God do miraculous things in their lives that you just can't get from a distance. You got to be up close and personal to see that in a person's life, and that's just far too special and, and great a gift of, that God's given to you know to let go. What does your uh, church think about all of this? Oh, they're excited. You know, it's uh, it's just a great time. You know, Easter being, you know, right just over a week away. Uh, combined with this, everybody's extremely excited. They're supportive. They, uh, they're they sharing stuff on Facebook left and right, and they're talking about it. And um, just really just showing the love and, and the support. They, I, I really, um, and I said it on the Steve Harvey show yesterday, I'm, I'm already living one dream to, to have the, my beautiful wife, Vanessa, and my two boys, Caleb and Alex, uh, just healthy and just this wonderful family God's given me, and that responsibility is awesome. And then to pastor our church, which is a growing, healthy, awesome church here in the Savannah, Georgia area at the Pooler Stadium Cinemas um, Reborn Nation, it's a dream um, because we're seeing a church, um, you know, grow and have impact on people's lives who didn't know Christ, and and just I mean, it's it's an amazing experience. Yeah, next Saturday, as a matter of fact, they're having uh, their egg stream. I like how you call that egg stream at Reborn Church. So that's going to be the whole Easter egg hunt for the community that's going to be coming up. And I think a lot of people, because of what just happened with you, are going to try out the Easter egg hunt, try out the church, and because of it, they're going to find Christ. And that's amazing. I love your take on that. Yes, sir. I mean, we're looking forward to it. We're planning. We've already uh, sequestered another theater in the uh, in the cinema there to uh, to have some overflow and, and put some live stream in. And and that's really what it's about, to, to have people. I had people messaging me last night who said, you know, I've not been in church in 10 plus years. And when I heard you sing last night, I literally just felt the glory of God over what you were doing. And it's grabbed a hold of me. And I just want you to know that I'm going to be in church this Sunday, that God was using you in my life. And so that's what it's really about, you know, so we're, we're excited about that. Our church, you know, whether they're here or in Michigan or, or Timbuktu, it doesn't matter. God can use anybody to touch somebody's life. That's what we're, we're shooting for. You know you're going to have to sing now. Oh, really? At church. <laughs> yeah, at church. They're going to line up and get, I want to hear that pastor sing, man. He's amazing. Oh, yeah, they can, we'll do it. They come check us out. <laughs> there you go. Jo Joshua PV, Reborn Church Nation in Pooler. Thank you so much for the time this morning. Amazing to see how God is going to use you to bring people for, to Christ because of what you did at the Apollo and being on the Steve Harvey Show. More than just pretty voices. It was close. Let me tell you, last week when we were getting ready for one of us to have our heads shaved bald, completely bald in honor of of St. Baldrick's and awareness for childhood cancer and raise some awareness for that and support. Um, Allison was about, I tell you, to get shaved. <laughs> I mean, bald, have the dome and everything. Dreama from Ivy Salon was even here. Mm -hmm. That was close. What were you feeling? Very nervous. My mm -hmm. palms were sweaty. I had the cape on. She had the razor in her hand. It was approaching my head, and then something amazing happened. Here's the amazing thing. One of our video producers, Victor, stand up here. Come on, come on over by Allison. Come on, Victor. Victor, Victor came, and he offered himself as a head sacrifice. <laughs> 
He wanted and a free haircut. Himself. He looks pretty good, too. Yeah, and it's already starting to come back, yeah, in. back in. Yeah. So, so Victor, step a little closer because I'd love to hear you. What, what was going through your mind when you said, I'm just going to do this and I will go bald, let Allison go? I was pretty excited about it. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I kind of been wanting to do it and then I found out that it was this was a charity event that was going on and I was like, you know, this is kind of cool. I want to do this. So, um, it was pretty fun. But I've never had my hair this short. Yeah. So. I'm very grateful that it's been in the 30s every morning for you. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. been great. You've been wearing a lot of hats. Yeah, lots of hats. Uh, uh, so tell you what, we have something for you. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's a memento. So here is your shirt. Whoa. It's from the St. Baldrick's Foundation. It's a t-shirt oh, that ah. says, Rock the Bald, which we think you're doing very beautifully. And it even says on the back, Go Bald or Go Home. Yeah, yes. look at that. Nice. Should we, we love sing? you, Victor. What's that? Should we sing or yeah, something? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Lead the chorus, if you will. Do your Happy solo. Ball day to you. <laughs> no one's singing with me. That's right, and there's a reason. Thank you, Victor. More than just pretty voices. Try it, buy it, what should you do? Why not ask his morning crew? It's a crew review. It's a crew review. It's a crew review. Dear his morning crew, I know they're a little controversial, but I just love marshmallow peeps, even when they were just yellow. Now there are so many flavors I can't keep up. Do you all know of any new flavors? Jenny of St. John's Island. Wow, Jenny, I didn't know peeps were controversial. Yeah, some people just despise them, others just oh, love them. And I see there's what you're a, saying. There are debates going on all over this world. Ah, uh, so I get it. everyone does not like peeps. I know. Wow. Crazy. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> well, they are an Easter staple. Can we say that at least? Absolutely. You know, they're kind it. of an icon of Easter. But they're getting a bit of a refresher this Easter season. Peeps launched eight new flavors. And there's some that you can only get at Walmart. And I've got those. Oh, man. They are mystery flavor. We all love a good mystery, right? So there's mystery number one, mystery number two, and mystery number three. I've got mystery number one, so I'm going to go first. I was given mystery number two. <laughs> I think that was subliminal for some reason or another. <laughs> and I'm last. Mm. You have number, you're last because you have number three? <laughs> yes. Full okay. disclosure, I'm not usually a Peeps fan. What? Mm -hmm. However... These are pretty good. What do you What do you think your mystery flavor is? Root beer. Root beer is number one. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I have number two. I'll try to see if I can guess this one. Oh. Lemon. Number two is lemon. It's lemon. Clear. Yeah. I got it. Mm -hmm. What's number three? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Jim. Some kind of a berry. Some kind of a berry. Do you know the answers? You don't, no, I don't know the answers. It's a mystery. That's why. Yeah. Give me. You think I'm an insider with peeps? Just tear off a sliver of your of what you have. <laughs> hey, give me a fresh one. I don't want the one that. you've already chewed on half of it. <laughs> what do you think it is? Grape. Grape? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go. Let's go to grape. <laughs> it's a grape. Spit out. I did. Oh. Where did it little go? Mmm. And a grape. It's like a grape juice. Blue raspberry all the way. Blue Ashbury. There it is. <laughs> so at least now with a crew review, you know which is which. Oh, by the way, would you like to win? If you would like to win some peeps and you like it and you're a part of the controversy that loves peeps, we're going to give away you some peeps. Or give give away what? you some peeps. There you go. Give Grammar's great. Give away you. Here's how you do it. Go to the Facebook page. 
Allie has put in a really large jar a bunch of jelly beans. You just guessed the number of the jelly beans. The one who's closest gets the peeps. I counted them all, too. She did. You should have seen her this morning count all <laughs> these things. It took 90 minutes, but she's got That's it. a clue. Seven of them. Did I give a real clue? I don't know. Oh. Mornings with his morning crew. McKinley Elementary School just raised enough money to pay for their mascot costume, and they've been putting it to good use, you know, boosting school spirit and morale and things like that. But it uh, played a special role in a huge surprise the other day. So they had someone in the costume come out during lunch to entertain the kids, giving them high fives and everything. The kids were so excited, sat down at one of the tables, and there was a student named Jack, and he started messing around with the, the mascot. But then the mascot took off the head of the costume to reveal her identity. His mom, who had been serving in the military, he runs around the table, jumps in her arms. It was such a sweet, sweet surprise. Everybody clapped. Jake did not see this coming. Oh, I love these That stories. is so sweet. She must have been gone for a really long time serving our country, being the hero that she is, and he's not letting go of mom at all. Oh, I love that. And you can just see the moment where he notices who's in that costume. Oh, and he doesn't waste a second running into her arms. That is because he had to run around the lunch table <laughs> to get to her. What a sweet, sweet story. Yeah, I remember when my mom wore a mask. I held it. <laughs> Your mom wore a mascot. She still wears it around the house now. <laughs> His morning crew. You guys, yesterday, someone tagged me on this post. It's on the Dream Center of Pickens County Facebook page. It says, we have residents in the Opportunity Village who want to go to Winter Jam so badly. When we went to the website to check on tickets, we learned you pay at the door and you have to start lining up early. Does anyone have a personal contact that could help us get seven tickets to Winter Jam? Is that what they need, seven? Yeah. I think we should surprise. What do you think? Yeah, I've, I've been learning about the Dream Center. They are amazing. So I'm going to go ahead and just dial right now. Okay, let's do it. It's Chris. Chris. Who we're going to talk to, I hope. Don't say right up front what we're doing. Okay? I won't. Okay, here we go. Hello? Hi, Chris. It's Rob, Allison, and Jim over at His Radio. I hope you're doing well. I've been learning a lot about the Dream Center in the past couple of days. What you guys are doing is absolutely amazing to reach out to the community. The Opportunity Village alone just blows my mind on what you're doing for people to help them have a hand up in society. It really is mind-blowing, but it's, it's been God. It's been just, it's been all God. Yeah, I love the fact you have, what, 23 tiny houses and some transitional housing as well to help out the homeless? Absolutely. They, they stay in the tiny house, and then they complete a program while they're there to get back on their feet, and they're doing amazingly well. How did this all start? You know, it, again, it was truly, it's just a group of people who were following God, really resisting, you know, wanting to do those, these things, but God just making it clear that we were being led to go in that direction. Um, he provided the the money for it just in miraculous ways through grants and the generous community. We built it. We started building it in October of 2016. 
opened it in March of 2017. People moved in in March, and, and they're doing so well. And it's just been the hand of God, really. We saw a Facebook post that you had. We saw this Facebook post where a bunch of people from the Dream Center want to go to Winter Jam. We, we have a program where they can earn rewards for doing for meeting their goals. So last week, it was time for them to pick rewards. And these rewards are like, you know, it might be a gift certificate to have lunch somewhere or get a haircut and things like that. And they said, we just want to go to Winter Jam, and that's not on here. And so they just wanted so badly to go that they didn't really, they were willing to give up their other rewards if they could just go to Winter Jam. So we thought that was pretty cool, but we didn't have tickets or a way for them to get there. But we started looking and putting it on Facebook because our community has been so good to us whenever we have something come up like that. Well, the good news is you don't need a ticket. It's just 15 bucks to get in. So you just stand right there in line and there's no tickets available. But tell you what, you need. You, you said seven people are going? Yes, yes. Are, are you Are you among the seven? I wanted to be, but I'm not. We were trying to keep it just to, just for our residents, because we. Uh, but we do have seven residents that wanted to go. Well, we're excited to tell you that we do have passes for you and the seven people that wanted to go. So we've got eight passes really? for you. Chris. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much. Chris, enjoy Winter Jam. You all deserve it. Thank you guys so much. We, we can't express our thanks enough. More than just pretty voices. Love these songs are so full of hope here at His Radio. It's Rob, Allison, and Jim with His Morning Crew. So good to have your company today. Yeah, at the uh, basketball game the other night, I was at the Pistons game, and uh, I noticed these two ladies eating out of a jar of mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. I hear that's a thing. What? With mayonnaise? To eat just direct oh, mayonnaise. That's just wrong. I don't like mayonnaise anyway. It's good on a sandwich, but uh, by the spoonful? Yeah. So these announcers were noticing that. I guess the game was getting a little boring for them or something. So they just noticed these two ladies just eating straight from the jar of mayonnaise. Listen to this. One of the uh, real treats you can get at the Golden One Center, a jar of mayonnaise. I just share with your friends. Why not? I, I'm pretty convinced that's not mayonnaise. If it is, I, I don't know where to go from there. In fact, I'm so distracted. I don't even know what we're supposed to do right now. You know, really? So then, <laughs> so guys, what would it be if it's not mayonnaise in a mayonnaise it's jar? Probably uh, yogurt or something like that. I think they were playing to the camera. Sour cream. Mm, yeah, that's the good stuff. The funny part was this, this uh, older lady sitting next to them. She, she kind of looks like the Queen of England, actually. And uh, she's looking at him like, oh, my. And she just kind of moves away. Like, these, these girls are disturbed. This is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, makes you cringe to think it might this. be mayonnaise. In Greenville, 85 southbound, sewing just before Pelham Road, 385 northbound at East Butler Road, Rushy Creek at Hudson. His morning crew. Here is the next question that's dividing the internet. Oh, really? Has nothing to do with politics or global warming or anything like that. It has to do with tennis balls, you guys. Mm. Are they green or are they yellow? Mm, Rob? No, I'm colorblind, <laughs> but I've always been told they're yellow. Okay. I say yaller. Well, someone even asked tennis champion Roger Federer to jump into the debate. Hey, Roger, are tennis balls green or yellow? They're yellow, right? <laughs> I think they're green. My son thinks they're yellow. Yellow. They're yellow. Yellow. 
What does he know? <laughs> One of the greatest tennis players of all time. 20 Grand Slam titles, and he doesn't even know what color tennis balls are. Well, you know, I mean, they're yellow with that slight greenish tint in them, so. Really? Yeah. Look at you being a peacemaker. Mm-hmm. Trying to bring everybody together. Let's all just get along. Mm-hmm. So is there an answer? Purple. No. Nobody knows? No. I do. And Jim I knows. Told you. They're purple? Yeah. They're yellowy green. Or greeny yellow. With a hint oh. of purple and orange. <laughs> There's no purple. Brello. His morning crew. You know, I'll be a year older on Monday. Aww. Isn't that crazy? I'm, I'm a year closer to my expiration date. <laughs> That's a great That's way to one look, way at, to look it, huh? at it. Yeah. <laughs> Wealth, I've learned throughout the years, has nothing to do with money. And, and our encouraging word today, it says this in 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 6, because it's hard to believe that wealth has nothing to do with money, but it says this. True godliness with contentment is itself great wealth. That's 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 6, our hashtag encouraging word. Rob, Allison, and Jim. Hey, our producer Jim Mann has a strong feeling for cats. So that's why we have the opportunity to bring to you from our very own Uncle Jim an amazing cat story. My friend Randall, he retired back in 2014 from Louisiana State University. He had an IT job there. And so, you know, he's 64. You think, oh, sit back, do a little kayaking or something like that. But no, what does he do now? What's he been doing the last four years with his time, you ask? What's he been doing for the last four years of his time? Oh my goodness, I'm so glad you asked. He spends the time rescuing cats from trees. Nice. Cats are good at climbing trees, but not all of them are good at climbing down. Mm. In fact, when they get spooked, they climb up a little higher. Makes it worse. (laughs) They'll be up there for days, but he does it for free. Nice. For free. Listen how excited he is about it. You don't like being up here, huh? You don't like being up here. You scared? Okay, he's in the bag. He's the one speaking English. The other one was a cat. Oh, thank you for clarifying. <laughs> you put the cat in the bag. Oh, who's letting the cat out of the bag? That's the question. Because the cat's a little, a little upset once it's in the bag. Not sure. But uh, he gets it to the owner. The owner talks a little. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. And the cat comes down. That's nice. Isn't that great? That's for free. I understand. Okay, so not only does Jim have a strong feeling for cats, <laughs> he has a couple of things in common with this guy. This guy's 64. I'm not that common. No. Jim is 60. Okay, big deal. Evidently, Jim thinks the guy likes kayaking because he mentioned kayaking. Jim loves kayaking. He has kayaks. In four years, Jim will be 64. I'm thinking retirement, and Jim, too, will be rescuing cats for free out of trees. Or kayaks. Or kayaks out of trees. Yeah, sometimes. Get up there. He he would never do that for free, though. That's true. Well, yeah, so they're okay. Forget all that, what I said. What kind of cat hangs out in your house? House cat. What kind of cat hangs out in the alley? Alley cat. What kind of cat is a chocolate candy bar? Hit it, Jim. Kit Kit cat. cat. Yeah. Kayak. What kind of cat are you? What kind of cat are you? Baby. Tell me, tell me true. What kind of cat are you? I'll give you those clues. What kind of cat are you? Juice my whiskers. His morning crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim.